Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. We're going to dive back into the subject of faith here as we revisit many times here on the Ryan and Christy Yosta podcast. But I want to talk about pressing forward in faith. Uh, before we do, if, for those of you who haven't heard the announcement, uh, official now, um, we've announced it, but my wife and I are expecting another baby coming, come May, coming May 2021. So very exciting news. Excited. Man, being a dad has been uh, uh, awesome. People, you know, I was always, first of all, people told me before you get married, you know, marriage is difficult. Marriage is hard. Marriage has been the best thing. And then they tell you, oh, being a parent's hard. And there are some challenges. I mean, I didn't change diapers before a year ago, but it's been awesome. I, I love my son. I feel the the love grow. It grew, seems to grow every day for him. It's uh, It's blessed by God. Amen. But let's read from Hebrews chapter 11. And I'm going to start at verse 8. It says, By faith Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to a place that he was to receive as an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. By faith he went to live in the land of promise, as in a foreign land, living in tents with Isaac and Jacob, heirs with him of the same promise. For he was looking forward to the city that has foundations, whose builder and designer is God. By faith, Sarah herself received power to conceive, and even when she was past the age, since she considered him faithful, who had promised. Therefore, from one man and him as good as dead, were born descendants as many as the stars of the heaven, and as many as the innumerable grains of sand by the seashore. You know, for us, uh, faith takes you forward in life. You move forward in life by faith. You don't move forward in life. Yes, there's, you know, you, you, you grow up and you get an education. But in the things of God, you move forward by faith. And so for us to advance in life, there's always tests of faith. Tests of faith will come. You may be having a test of faith now. If you're not, another one will come someday. And a greater one will come after that. And that's the story of living uh, the Christian life. The Bible says the just shall live by faith. So you, 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 this is an area where we have to level up and learn and start to apply ourselves. Because there's people who just go around the mountain. And that's why there's people, so many people who live in defeat because they don't know that there's a fight to faith. They don't know that they're supposed to be engaged, that they that they need to have the Word of God living on the inside of them, that they need to come alive to the Word of God. And then they just end up with this sob story of how, you know, difficult things happen, and they got they got beat up. It was never meant to be that Christians get beat up by circumstances. It's always meant to be that challenges come, but then you overcome by the Word. And so for us, faith is what helps us to move forward. But there comes a point where you have to decide to move ahead in your life in faith. You know, you may be uh, believing God to provide for your needs. You may be believing, and you may, you know, this this all may be new to you, but you may be believing, Lord, I, I just need you to provide rent for this month, right? For some people, they just never engage in faith. They do everything in the natural. You know, I'm not going to ask God to do that. And so they go out and they do things in the arm of the flesh. And many times people get sidetracked from the call of God because of not wanting to engage in faith. Oh, you know, I know I'm called to the ministry, but you know, there was just money things. So I figured I'd go get a regular degree and then get a job and start working. And then the Lord, you know, if the Lord calls you to go preach the gospel, he's going to pay for you to go preach the gospel. I've heard people say, oh, you know, I'm, I'm working now, but when I retire, then I'm going to answer the call of God. You don't get to choose when you, when you answer the call of God. You, you answer when God calls. And so many people, oh, you know, I'm going to save up money. Well, even if you could save up, even if you could go work and you could put away $5 million, do you think that the, the, the Lord really wants to use you in ministry from 60 years old to whatever, right? 75, 80 years old. And, and if you've got 5 million, you don't think he would say, hey, let's go do a huge crusade. 
you know, at that point, is your whole ministry going to be funded by the amount of savings that you have for your life? Like what's, people don't think these things through, but it's fear that keeps people from engaging in faith. But let's just say you're beyond that and you're engaged in faith. And I, and I encourage you to activate your faith, even if you're in a place where you're financially taken care of. Maybe your parents take care of you. Maybe you got a great job. Maybe you're settled. Maybe you have a savings account. Maybe you were born into money and so you had an inheritance. Whatever the situation is, if you don't need your bills to be paid, start engaging your faith for something. Because this is how you move ahead in life. You know, I look at Pastor Rodney, and he, when he started, he tells, tells stories of just believing the Lord. You know, he talks about his old Mercedes car. He said the only good thing about it was the name, and it would leak, and water would run down the back of his shirt and leave rust stains, and, and the thing would backfire. And, 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 you know, tells these stories where he was just believing for gas money to get down to the next meeting. And then you see what he did in, in the summer of 99, where he went to Madison Square Garden and those meetings, six weeks of meetings, cost $6.7 million. So you see the difference where someone's beginning their battles of faith and believe in the Lord, and then they're leveling up. It's the same seed of faith that's on the inside, but it's them growing in faith and, and leveling up in faith. Now, when you talk to Pastor Rodney, if you say $1,000, for him, it's not difficult. You know, he believes in a car just like that. There's been times where he's like, well, we're going to give away a car. Next month, we're going to give away a car. Or next week, we're going to give away a car. Do I have a car yet? No, but I'll get one. And then sure enough, within a week, I got, you know, a couple days, got my car ready to give it away on Sunday. I'm going to get a house. Do I have a house yet? No, but we're going to give away a house next year. You know, this is just how he talks because he's exercised the faith muscle. And so there comes a point, and I want to speak to people who fall into the category of that your faith is engaged, you've seen the Lord provide for you, where you start changing your faith to believe the Lord beyond yourself Faith, you know, you can f- first, you, you, you fight to believe that the Lord will provide. You know, if it starts with a pair of socks, let it start there. But there needs to come a point where instead of saying, Lord, I need $1,500 for my bills this month, or I need you to do this and provide for me this way. Lord, increase me so that I can be a giver. Lord, I want to start upping my giving. Lord, if you bring me an extra $1,000 this month, I want to give it to this ministry over here. Lord, bring me money so I can invest in a business. Lord, and, and start pushing ahead in faith. You know, the Bible says of Abraham that he was called to leave and called to come out of a certain place. And so that's what he had to do is he had to leave familiar. He had to leave his parents' home. And and he didn't, the Bible says he didn't know where he was going, but he just went, not knowing where he was going, but just going by faith because there was going to be a promised land. So yes, there's an element of faith leads to a rest, but there's a pressing in of faith. There's a fight of faith. You know, when you're in the middle of the fight, you're not resting. You, you can get it to a demeanor of knowing that God's going to provide for you, but there's a pressing through of faith where, where the thoughts are coming saying God's not going to do it, and you're, and you're casting down those thoughts, and you're saying, bless God. The Word says God's no respecter of persons. If he did, he's, he's never failed anybody, and he's not starting with me. And you, and you engage in the battle to move ahead. Lord, you said that, that I'll lend to many nations and I won't borrow. Lord, I'm, I'm pressing in to be out of debt. I thank you, Lord, that I'm debt-free. You've called me to live debt-free. And you move ahead in your faith. And then what happens is you'll look back and you'll see the impact. and You'll see the journey that the Lord has taken you on. And you'll look back and say, man, this was a place where I was just believing for. I remember the first like major testimony of my faith. You know, the Lord provided for my mom. And so I'd seen, you know, we had testimonies of us growing up and the Lord providing for us to get to America and providing groceries when we were in South Africa and different things. But I remember for seed, you know, Pastor Eric preaching on him and giving the Lord's give seed to sow. And I prayed and I had asked the Lord before and not seen anything. There were things that I misunderstood about faith. And I simply said, Lord, I ask you 
for $20 to sew tonight. And I didn't say it out loud. And sure enough, the offering time came, and a lady reached into her purse, a lady sitting next to me, this older lady, and she pulled out a $20 bill and said, here, this is for you to sew. And it was the exact amount. It wasn't $2, it wasn't $5. It was the $20 that I asked the Lord for. And then now, the amounts have just changed. It's still the same principle, but the amounts have changed. We asked for $1,000 to sew into a ministry last camp meeting. Oh, and then a few camp meetings ago, Lord, $5,000 to sew over and above what we normally sew. Uh, in, into the building fund. And so you see where you stretch and you grow. And I'm telling you, it's just the beginning. I'm going to sow a $100,000 seed and not far from now. <laughs> the Lord's going to enable me. Why? Because he gives seed to sow. I'm going to sow a hundred. I've never sown a $100,000 in one go. So that day's coming too. And I'm stretching my faith beyond where it's at now. So it's not about me. I don't ask the Lord. First of all, I don't ask the Lord to pay for my mortgage because he's already paid the whole house off. But I'm beyond that. I don't ask for it. Lord, I, I'm not asking you for money for groceries. Lord, I'm asking you to, for things so I can move ahead. Lord, so we can, and Lord, I'm asking for, you know, there's, you, you level up and you push ahead in life and faith. And so you start where you're at. You may be in the place where you've never seen the Lord provide anything for you. And you can't say, I have a faith testimony about money. But move ahead. It may be, you know, for me when I started laying hands on the sick, when I was a teenager, I remember laying hands on my mom, nothing happened prayed for her for a headache to go and nothing happened in my head. I was like, yeah, I didn't really think so. And I remember the first time that she asked, hey, can you pray for me? I got a headache and I prayed for her and the headache left, right? I really like went after it in the prayer and the headache left and she's like, hey, the headache's gone. I'm like, oh, really? You know, not expecting. But then you lay hands on your the first person that that that, that has cancer and they get healed and, and or, you know, a, a, a condition that's been there for eight or 10 years. And you see people who were, uh, and it's not me, I'm not a healer. But it's the Holy Ghost on the inside of me, and it's leveling up in faith. And so that's really what the Lord looks to do, is to bring people on this journey. Where, for you know, for Abraham, he had this thing of where the Lord raised his body from the dead and Sarah's womb from the dead. But when the time came for him to sacrifice Isaac, I believe he was confident knowing, hey, the same God that raised my dead body and raised Sarah's dead womb is the one who's going to raise Isaac after I sacrifice him. He'll raise him back up because this is the promise. And he had a trust in the living God. So God's calling us to come out of a place of comfort. God's calling us to come out of a place of just being content to go along. You know, if you've been blessed financially and there's no worries, I'm not saying you need to, you know, be worried. I praise the Lord for taking the pressure off, but engage your faith for someone else. Lord, I've given my, my tithe, I've given my offering, and I'm asking you for more offering. I'm asking you for seed to sow and start moving ahead in faith. Start proving the word of God. Start standing on the word and seeing seeing it, the, seeing it come to pass. The Lord is looking to position people to be people of faith that he can use in this end times. And this is a key component. So what is the area that you're moving forward in? Move ahead, push ahead in your faith. Push ahead in your faith. Push ahead in your faith. And this is what we do as born-again believers. We push ahead in our faith and we let the Lord use us. And then you realize there's a promised land. What is the promised land for you financially? I'm talking about finances now, but what is it for you financially? What is the promised land for your health? Can you see yourself perfectly healthy? No, no troubles, strong eyesight. That's a promised land, but you got to start moving now. If you stay back and just wait and camping out where you came from, you start on the journey now. So it's one step at a time, but at some point you enter into the promised land, right? And it's the same with, with finances. What's the promised land? Is it having money and savings? Is it being able to give $100,000 in a year? Is it being able to employ people, make millions, sow into the kingdom of God? Is it What's the promised land look like? And begin walking in that direction in your faith. Well, that's it for today.
God bless you. Thanks for joining us. If this podcast has helped you, we'd ask you to share it on your social media. And uh, I love you. Merry Christmas. Early Christmas. We'll, keep, we'll, we'll have some podcasts up with you before Christmas Day. But I love you. God bless you. We'll see you on the next podcast.